ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It is Sideline Sports Time. I got Jay again. I got JB. Gentlemen, welcome. Um, Before the show started, I told these two gentlemen that I need to take care of the intro, and I asked them very nicely. I said, guys, just trust me. Whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm taking the reins on this one because there is a giant elephant in the room, and Jay, you're wearing a Houston Astros hat. The New York Yankees lost in four games, and this is time because I didn't do it last year. I don't recall doing it. I, I went back, looked at the tape. I don't believe I made a rant last year about the Yankees after they lost in playoffs. And last year was pretty bad as well, losing to the Red Sox in the uh, that wild card game. Guys, it's time for me to rant about the Yankees because this was a team that should have won more than the, the amount of games they did. They should have broken 100. They didn't. They slumped horribly after the All-Star game. That was a problem. And more importantly, there were a lot of holes on this team. And you know how many were fixed? Not one. So it's time that I'm going to rant, and I'm going to say what needs to be said. So, gentlemen, I'll let you speak in a few minutes, but I want to get through this. So there are a lot of changes that need to do the New York Yankees. And the number one thing – actually, there's two. Two things that need to happen and now. Aaron Boone, gone. I don't care what you want to say. I don't care that he's brought us to the playoffs every year since 2017. I do not care. Because there is a simple, simple thing. The New York Yankees have more championships than any professional baseball team by a lot. There is a gold standard to this team. The New York Yankees haven't appeared in a World Series, let alone won the World Series since 2009. The Yankees have made the playoffs the last few years under Aaron Boone. And while that's all well and good, it is unacceptable that they have not reached the pinnacle, the, the, the World Series. I don't even care about winning it. At this point, they haven't even made it to the World Series under Aaron Boone. That's absolutely unacceptable with the roster he has. With the amount of talent this man has, there is absolutely no reason he shouldn't be there. That's number one. Number two, he's not the only person that needs to be fired. Number two is Brian Cashman. I don't care what he's done for us. I don't care that he helped us get a World Series in 2009. I don't care that he has been a great GM for many years. Again, just like Aaron Boone, the bottom line is simple. Get to the World Series or bust. It is simple. There is nothing else to it. It is completely unacceptable that this team is yet again lost, and it is absolutely disgusting to watch. And if the Yankees You're do out of it, order. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't know what I got to say, and you can talk after, good sir. I told you what was going to happen. I had to let, let this roll. No, the attitude was listening to the 
Hold on. Way back when. No, no, no. Way JB, there is more people that of, need to be fired. There are, there, J, back when I, Shrek was on his way to 62. Because if, if you pay just, Aaron Judge Green, Just you Shrek. wait. Just you wait. Shrek. Because, because again, what the message that is going to be sent to fans, which is why those te- these two men need to be fired immediately. If you bring them back next year, what that says to the organization and to the fans is that it is completely acceptable to lose in the ALCS and not win a World Series, which is the end goal. And more importantly, what is absolutely disgusting that both Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone, and specifically Aaron Boone, who brought it to the media's attention and signed off on this, was the fact that somebody thought it was a good idea to show what the Red Sox did to the Yankees many years ago. I believe it was 2003 when we had a 3-0 series lead. It was the only team in playoff history to blow a 3-0 series lead. And guess what? They said, guys, we're going to use that playoff loss, one of the worst moments in Yankee playoff history, as motivation for you guys. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. I don't know if Cashman signed off on it. I am sure Boone had to have signed off on that one. And he talked about it in the media. The fact that you think it is acceptable to show that to your team is just maddening. Slow your roll. Hold on. couldn't manage his paycheck. And because that's fine. why would you throw Cortez out there that he's got a, a hamstring and a groin injury when you're up? You finally got a three-run lead. You're speaking you, to the choir. When speaking you, you know, to the you choir. You really have a little momentum. Let, I, let's give it right back because it's an elimination game. You don't you, do that in game one of a series. Why would you do it in elimination? You don't have to tell me. I am again. The worst. He, there are lift, there's so many mistakes. It is disgusting. But I'm not done there because there's more men that need to be fired. Those are the two front office men that need to be fired. But there are also players on the field that I swear on my life, if they are Yankees next year, I will be more disgusted than I've ever, ever this team. Two men in particular that absolutely must not be Yankees next year, and I got the stats to back it up. Okay, Number one is Josh Donaldson. Okay, Josh Donaldson was a terrible third baseman. I don't and, – and, and not just defensively. Defensively, he was okay. But offensively, he was absolutely putrid. He could not have been worse. Okay? In, in major categories, let's start about errors by third base. He led he – was, he was just sat, he was behind Rafael Devers. He was second with 12 errors on the season. But that's not the worst of it. Okay? It gets worse. Let's talk about his, uh, his, his offensive stats because his defense, while I'm not happy about it, it could be worse. As a third baseman, he wasn't actually the worst third baseman. On defense, he ranked okay. He ranked near the, uh, the top five, so I'm not upset about that. But the 12 errors, don't love it. But let's talk about the offense because this is why I really don't want him as a Yankee next year. And this mm. is why. Okay? It's very simple. Let me give you his slash line. First of all, in all qualified batters, he ranked 117th. He was awful. Okay? His batting average was a putrid 222. That is unacceptable okay but let's let's just say averages are down let's move past that okay so his average among third basemen and i'm let's just i want to specify right averages are down but averages among third basemen alone he ranked behind his own teammate dj lemayhu okay dj was a qualified third baseman he had a 261 now i know he was hurt but my point being he could easily play third base a heck of a lot better his defense will be just as good and off, offensively, Josh Allenson was 18th out of 20 qualified third basemen at a 222 average. Okay, his on base plus slugging, his OPS was second to last. He was 19th out of 20th 
for all qualified third basemen. Okay. When you talk about his hits, it's the same kind of garbage. 18th out of 25. His strikeouts, they were near the top. He was number six in all strikeouts by third baseman. He was awful. And if that wasn't bad enough, his on-base plus, uh, excuse me, his on-base percentage was a putrid 308, which is 18th out of 20 qualified third basemen. He did nothing on offense. Oh. But he's not even the worst, gentlemen. There is a worse player than Aaron Boone. And this is another reason he needs to be fired. And now, Isaiah, Don't I know Isaiah Kiner Falefa is one of the worst shortstops I have ever seen in my life. He was awful. He was absolutely one of the worst shortstops in all the league statistically. Okay. Okay, JB. Go off. Errors by a shortstop. He ranked seventh with 15. So it's not the worst, but it's still not good. But it's going to get worse. Are you ready? His out above average, he was negative two, which means he cost the Yankees runs at shortstop, and he ranked 25th. That is awful. Okay? Oh. And then when you talk offense, okay, his offense was not much better. He had a 261 batting average, which is better, but still not great at 60th amongst qualified batters. But then when we compare him to just his shortstop, okay, his OPS was 19th out of 20. Terrible. Okay. His <laughs> average was his only saving grace, like I said. That's ninth out of 20. It's still not great, but it's better. Okay. Then we talk about hits. Again, his average was okay, so it was better. But again, still not something that you should be proud of. He ranked 18th out of 25. Not great. On-base percentage, again, it's not great. 12th out of 20, so he's bottom half. It's real simple. These guys didn't do anything in terms of added value to these teams, okay? There are other holes in this lineup, of course. I'm just picking two guys. Aaron Hicks is another example of a guy that should not be a Yankee next year. And I don't even need to explain to you why. Because if you just watch him play, he puts absolutely no effort in the field. Okay, and there are more issues to this team. And I'm sure, JB, you're going to bring up, and I would agree with you completely, that Aaron Judge didn't show up in the playoffs. And there's no question to me that that is a concern as well. But it is real simple to me when you break this down. There are two men in charge, Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone. Those two gentlemen are in charge of putting out the lineup and filling the holes that we have on this squad, and they didn't do it. There is a lot that needs to be happening in this offseason. Do I think any of it's going to happen? No. I think what's going to happen is the Yankees are going to try and re-sign Aaron Judge. They'll probably re-sign Anthony Rizzo, and they'll figure out the rest from there. And maybe they'll do one or two things that we would suggest. Maybe they'll fix the shortstop problem. Maybe we get lucky and they go after Xander Bogarts or Carlos Correa, if we're lucky. I don't think they will, but it's a nice thought that they would go after a player that will actually fix the position. But the Yankees need to do a lot, and I hope they're listening because there's a lot of issues with this team, and it's unacceptable to me, to every Yankee fan, that you think it's okay to lose in the playoffs this many years in a row the way we did. To the same team most of the time, by the way. you got to do something. I digress. Gentlemen, I'm, I, my 10-minute monologue is over. That is a lot of pent-up anger. Wow. You know, I hear Jake, and I just say, Back in April, May, June, July, all before the collapse, they're not winning the World Series. So I sit here and I say I was right. It sucks to be right because 
you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the team. I want to see them win. And then to to show nothing against the disgusting, despicable, useless cheating. Oh, oh. let me not. Let me stop. You know, I almost want to look at Jay's hat right now. And I have a lot of respect for Jay. You know, Jay, you're lucky. We like you. You know. And he was an Astro fan before they cheated. So he that was is true. an Astro fan for his whole life, you know. Fair. So whatever. I'll give him. He's not like one of those fly-by-night Astro fans. Fair enough. But to lose to that team, that despicable team that doesn't belong to, to step foot in the most hollow ground in baseball, you know, disgusting. To, to have a manager that would throw a pitcher that's hurt, in a, mm, I, I, an elimination I, game. I have to remember that, you know, I'm not talking to you on the side right now because there, there's some anger. In oh, that. JB, I held back with what I had to say. I would have said much worse yeah. things if to, we were just to talking to this guy you. cash a paycheck because I am convinced any member of Sideline Sports, any person on Twitter can manage the Yankees and get them to the playoffs. Absolutely. Oh, I was about to say, and before you continue, Joe Torre could have come back for the series and it would have went six games. You know. You're right. That's so, why he's got championships. Joe, Joe Torre would have picked six games. Just saying. That's, that's why Joe Torre has multiple championships and Boone has none. Listen, it really comes down to Boone, The you know, I'm lucky for him we lost the game in the Bronx because if we were in Houston, you know, don't, don't get on the plane. Make your own arrangements to get home. Correct. I don't mm-hmm. care about your home run. It's over. You know, live in the past. Right now, I want 28. All I care about is 28. 62 means nothing. Aaron Judge, you know what? See ya. Go sign wherever you want to sign. You don't want to take the money? Bye-bye. We'll replace you. You're a nobody. You know, you handled it well. Wow. What, what did you do with the playoffs? You were burnt out because you were so I, I can't argue out. with that point. The playoffs, he wasn't there. Burnt so out. How many of his right 62 home runs came against playoff quality pitching? He did. Uh, that's what well. I want to know. Listen, right, 62 home runs means nothing. The AL record. Ooh, good. Until some somebody goes and breaks into two, three years. So I don't, I don't want to hear about that. Why we have a pitcher that's hurt pitching. Why we don't manufacture runs when – you know, we're in a series with a team that can hit home runs and does. But they, also can play small ball. That's the problem. You know, they can do it always. Right now is better than us. And we don't even win one game. One game. We're going backwards. One lousy game. We're moving backwards. As, as of us team. They all jumped out to 3 nothing. All And we were up 3 nothing in game four. Had all the momentum. And we threw out a guy who was hurt. And said, Here. Then he, it all implodes. And you know what, JB? Even if he wasn't hurt before the game, there was a clear moment that Boone went to the mound, checked on him. Why didn't you take him and out? Let him stay in. What and were you let him stay in. It's so obvious that something is going on. I can tell you, my father and I are huge Yankee fans. You guys know that. Okay? He really? and I talk about every game. And I'm telling you, he called me and said to me, he goes, is something wrong with Cortez because he doesn't look right? And I said, I don't know, but it looks like something's wrong. So wait, coming out. So your so, dad, who's watching, I'm sure, a flat yeah. TV in another state, just, probably just in a seven-second tape delay because, you know, broadcast yep. TV's on a little delay. Absolutely. He caught that there was a problem. Of course he did. The closest person in the building 
that's responsible for putting the picture out there noticed nothing. And you know what? It's not that he noticed nothing. It's the fact that he noticed nothing, went to the mound because he thought he saw something, and then did nothing about it. That is absolutely infuriating. And again, that's why he cannot be manager. Because it is so simple. You don't listen to your guy if they tell you, oh, I'm fine. If you think something's wrong, an elimination game, and at that point, I don't remember what the score was. But I know for a fact that was before things completely imploded on us. 3 nothing. I, Y'all did have one more lead. So, so if that was at 3 nothing, why would you risk putting out your – not only your, your arguably your number two or three guy in, in danger of being further injured, but more importantly, put your season on the line for a guy who might be hurt? I, Listen, it's, it, it I can't wrap my head around it. It comes down to from the beginning, as soon as that happened, you know, I went on Twitter and I'm like, there's two things. A, I wouldn't do it in the regular season, but a game that doesn't really matter because you don't want your guy to get hurt more. But now, besides the fact that we're worried about the guy getting hurt more, you know, now it's an elimination game. You want to do it in game one or two in the playoffs because you don't want to be behind. You're going to do right. it in an elimination game. You have no bullpen. All that money we spend, you're afraid to bring somebody out there and make the fans sit 20 minutes while a guy warms up? I don't think any of the fans would have been upset. Yeah. Listen, Listen, if it meant winning that game, the guy, I'd be winning game. There's a guy that used to play first base for the New York Yankees that just left his job. You know what? He can't be as bad as what we have right now. There's a guy who used to catch and manage the Yankees. Not as bad as what we have right now. Oh, Those are pretty just good, players. I think. There's a guy who played second base for the Yankees and managed over in Queens. Would it be as bad as what we have right now? We've got three names right there, and those are in-house candidates. You know, I'll, I'll go outside the area. I'll, I'll throw you another one, JB. One of our guys in our broadcast booth, David Cohn. I would love having him as a manager. You know why? Can't be worse than Boone. You can't possibly get worse than Boone. Listen, At this point, you can't. This, this team, you know – they're not built for the playoffs. They don't hit against good pitching. No. They don't play small ball. You can't mash your way through the through the playoffs because you're facing good pitching. You got to have timely hitting. Rizzo Absolutely. does that. Rizzo gets key hits. Agreed. That's why I love him. Who else on our team do we trust to do that? There's not many. I I don't. Who hit the three run homer maybe. in game four? Who who hit the hit three run homer to go up uh, three zero? Uh, Rizzo got a single. I think drove in two. I think maybe. Well, wait, my, my bad. Um, no, you're thinking of Homer. The you're thinking, um, you're thinking of Game Peter. Five against the Guardians. Yes, yes, Game Five. That was John Carlos Stan. Oh, Stan. That was Stan. Again, yep. Again, the only guy. Maybe I'd say, all right, he had some timely hitting, but even then, I'm not loving him. But you know, the other thing that we haven't even mentioned yet. We have Oswaldo, per, uh, excuse me, Oswaldo Cabrera and Oswald Peraza, two young stars, right. that, you know, stars in the making. Why aren't we starting them? Why are we fielding IKF and Josh Donaldson? Because we paid them money. I don't get it. And I think the other thing that I need to point out about IKF, he's a Gold Glove winner. But you know where he won those Gold Gloves, guys? Not at shortstop. He was a Gold Glove third baseman. Third baseman. So why would you possibly think? Oh, well, he'll just be fine at shortstop. He's a gold glove third baseman. If you really want him to play and you really think he's that worth it, put him at third and put Cabrera at short. That's what makes sense. That I would accept because if you think he's going to be good at third, I can tell you Cabrera is going to be good at short. So, 
are you more upset that we lost or are you more upset the fact that we lost and it's been two days and this this creature still has a job oh it's definitely the latter listen i can deal with cashman not that cashman has done a great job but at least he gets us a playoff quality team this team could win games in the playoffs depending on how you manage but there there's still holes that need to be addressed there are there are but this team could have won everything had they been managed properly. Cashman probably overstayed his welcome. You could probably poll all 8 million New York City residents, and I'd be willing to bet cold, hard cash money that over half of them said he overstayed his welcome. I'm not going to argue with it. Look, I appreciate what they've done for us, but when you're not addressing the issues... If you would have been around 25 years ago, 30 years ago, there was this guy. You might have heard stories about him. Watch Seifeld. You, you see his character. Of course. You know, his name is George. That's all I need to say is George. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Costanza. The, the boss. You know, he would have, Boone would have been running for the hills. Absolutely. There was a manager, you know, for our younger people, Jake, named Billy Martin. I know who he is. Thank you very who, much. Who got fired multiple times. And he was a, a really great manager. That does That's fine. You know, Yogi Barra, who was a good manager, yep. got fired multiple times because the boss he didn't take this this garbage. I agree. This is garbage. Uh, you don't think I'm on your side? I mean, uh, look, Michael K said it today uh, on on radio, and I, I was listening to him. Uh, he said it himself, and it's sad to say, but it's true. If George was alive today, somebody would be dead right now. He literally somebody would have been murdered because George would have absolutely lost his mind at the fact that this team lost again. You and know, that's the kind of leadership we need. We don't have that. And that's why I'm so frustrated because Cashman seems so complacent. Look, look, I look at it this way, right? George has our attitude. You know, when we started, if someone would have, if we would have told, you know, your best friend, you were going to be covering the Super Bowl back-to-back years, you have the opportunity to go travel there if you could, your best friend would have said, Jake, you're crazy. Jay, what, what are you talking about? You're, you're not going to do that. You're crazy. You're coming from the outside. No way. You know? And what do we say? We'll, we'll, we'll do what we got to do. We got this. George would have been like, no, we ain't losing. This ain't happening. That's... You know, this is unacceptable. I agree. He has our attitude. Unfortunately, he's passed away. His son, Hal, you know, golden Doesn't spoon. Doesn't have that. He, he's got the golden spoon. Eh, mediocre's okay. You know? Playoffs are enough. I'm getting my money from people buying playoff tickets. That's, Who cares about that, 28? 20, 28 is just a number. That's the age of my next wife. You know, 28 means nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, and it's really disgusting with the best good. team in the city plays on the in Queens. And I don't care that they lost in the first round. You know, it doesn't make a difference. They're still the better team right now. They were built better to win. They just did it, which is a whole other story. Or it's all said and done. <laughs> you really think the Mets are a better team than the Yankees? I disagree with that, but that's not the point of this discussion. <laughs> better that's pitching. not, but it doesn't matter. That's more timely hitting. You know, again, do I like dis- that? Again, a discussion that we can have another time for sure. It makes but, me sick to say such a thing. But it's again, disgusting. The, the real issue at hand is, and you kind of said it, JB. Hal is totally acceptable with playoffs are good. I'll get my money, and that's it. That's why I'm saying we need somebody else at oh. GM because while I've liked Brian Cashman, he's not doing it anymore. He's not going out and trying to build 
yeah. the perfect roster by fixing the holes that are there. Shortstop was a very clear issue that was not addressed. It was never addressed. We, we kind of patched a hole with IKF, and when that became a problem, no fix, no solution, no nothing. And that's my concern. That's you know, that's why. But at the very least, we all agree, Boone, get him out the door because this is just – this is disgusting. It's unacceptable. It's, it, no, it doesn't, we, it doesn't we, make we, sense. We are in the playoffs like we're the Minnesota Twins. That That's what we look yeah. like. We are the Minnesota Twins. We are. Hey, we made the playoffs. Yeah, good cool. for us. You know, let's have we, a little fun. We're playing some extra extra games. But you know, Jake brought up a great point because it's all when he when you talk about like, oh well, we'll get to the playoffs. I'm getting playoff money, and I'm good with it. You know, everything that you said. You know who that reminds me of? Jerry Jones. Because here that's you have true. an historical franchise that's got championships behind them, just like the Yankees. And seemingly his mind frame is, oh, I'm, no, good. Just, I'm getting my money just getting to the playoffs and the whole business aspect. Both men, they're living off of the name. They're living right. off of – Jerry's living off the star logo. Yep. And Homeboy's right. living off the NY. He's living off the and brand. Jay, Jay, the let me ask you. But Jerry how many people – hold on. How many people make fun of the Cowboys for their mediocrity day in, oh. day out, year after year? That's fine. All, everybody, right? Everybody. Yeah. And that's the, where the Yankees are headed. If this is how this, if, but, if, if just, they don't change things, they're going to be the Cowboys of baseball wait, in that stop, regard. Stop that for one second, though. It's not that Jerry doesn't want to win. Jerry doesn't know how to win. Jerry is George Steinberg of the '80s. If you remember, the Yankees had the you know, it's the dance. only decade we didn't win a World Series. It's the only decade besides so, the last one, 2010. They had but, yeah. superstar teams. You know, biggest payrolls. Won the most games in the decade. No mm-hmm. World Series. Why? Because George didn't know how to win. He didn't know how to build the team. He was the de facto GM, and he didn't know how to build the team. Jerry Jones, same thing. Not that he doesn't want to win. He would give his left arm to win. <laughs> if if it, they came to Jerry and said, you know, give us your left arm and you win you win the next three Super Bowls, he'd say, take okay. the right one too. You know? Yeah. But he just doesn't know how to do it. He hires the wrong people. You know, he brings in the wrong free agents. He's just not good. But you know what? Jerry Jones, much like the guy we're talking about also making a comparison to, they are, you said it, they are a product of the 80s. You know, guys like, you know, him, dude from the Yankees, Vince McMahon, they're products of the 1980s. Whenever there's a problem, you throw money at it. Back in the 80s, it worked. But at some point in time, you got to evolve. You know what I mean? Jerry Jones is a billionaire who's egotistical. They're all egotistical. And the very man that you're uh, complaining about and ranting about, I'm willing to bet you he's the same way. You can't talk to him. Why does Robert Robert Kraft win? Robert Kraft wins because he put general managing in Belichick's hands. Next thing you know, six Super Bowls. He puts it in everybody else's hands. He oversees the team. Robert Kraft liked going to massage parlors better than – being a GM for football. <laughs> Jerry Jones enjoys football more. There's a huge difference. That must be it. But Kraft won more to him, though. Kraft <laughs> hey, so also had Tom won more to him. The moral of the story is go to the massage parlors. You'll be a winner. Oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> That's a good message, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. We're going we're gonna to move off of this topic. Um, I-, I wanted to bring oh. up this real quick because – I saw this, what was this, yesterday? Let me see. This is, this is, oh, this, is this morning. So it was about, uh, about 10 o'clock this morning. I saw this tweet come in. Uh, JB, you're a betting man, so 
you know, maybe you saw this already. I, I, I don't, and, you know, so I, I wouldn't have seen this. But the line for the Seahawks-Giants game, do either of you happen to know what the line is at the moment? For the Seahawks-Giants game? I'm guessing the Seattle's favored by two and a half to three and a half. Okay, Jay, what do you think? Just curious if, if you got a guess. If I had to guess, actually, I'm going to go Giants, one point. Okay. It's the Seahawks at minus three. So the Seahawks are favored by three. Yeah. They're saying it's basically an even game. Yeah. So for people that don't gamble, you know, three points automatically goes to the home team for a home field advantage. So they're basically calling this an even matchup. Yeah. And the Seahawks are getting three points for being at home. Yep. Do, do am I upset about it? No. Do I think we're a better team than the Seahawks? No. Do I think we have mm. a better coach? No. I think Pete Carroll's been a great coach. Wow. Uh, he just this made is... some bad decisions, but I think our coach in the long run is going to be better. I think we're a better team already. I, mean, I think your defense may be better. I mean, offensively, um, I don't know that we're – I wouldn't say that we're better. But no. defensively, we're a heck of a lot better. We yeah, are I'm by far. DK and and offensively, offensively, the Giants are timely. They're not great, but the, when they got to play and when they got to step up, they do. And I give them the credit for that. Well, we're, we're dependent on Barkley staying healthy, which hasn't happened. So you know what, Jones don't Jones has looked okay. He's yeah. not been the he's not been the reason we win, but I got to give him his credit. He's actually oh, been no. a lot better. He's managing the offense. Yeah, I'm very happy about out that. of the equation. I don't know if we're this good. I, I so, know. you know, we got to – Jones – Because he hasn't stayed healthy. Jones has been making the plays when he needs to. This is why don't expect too many 21-point wins from the Giants this season. There probably will be more games where it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. The lucky thing for you guys is the Giants have seemingly come through. Since the Cowboys game, you know, um – I still have the Eagles winning that division, but you know what? We talked about this. The Giants could conceivably win 11 games. As of now, I've got them at 9 or 10. No, I said 10. On the sports arena last night, I said 10. Book it. Giants will win 10 games. But that's yeah. They got a favorable schedule. Look at, the, look at their slate for the rest of the season. They do. I just think I'd be, I'd be thrilled with that. Yeah. Ted wins. I, I, I'd walk away very happy, you know, but at the same time, just beat when the game's you're supposed to win. Playing the Jaguars, um, you know, you got to beat them. I, mm-hmm. I need to win that game. You know, and they did. But I need to do the same thing next week against Seattle. I don't yeah. think that Seattle's four and three. To me, that means nothing. Got to go to Seattle. You got to win this game because you're a, you I, should be I, a better team than the Seahawks. The reason I brought this up is because I think if you're a betting man, I bet the Giants money line all day. I, I would take the points I know every single day. I because what? I would have trust this game. Seattle's a very strange team. I, I'm taking the I, look. I think you know what? Fact, after after seeing y'all beat Baltimore and then um and, Packers, and then and the Packers, they can say the same thing for y'all because you're winning games you're not supposed to. Yeah, and that's my point. The Giants are going to fight harder than almost any other team right now, based on yeah. what we've seen. I, I think it's kind of ridiculous to me that they think. Um, the Seahawks are favored, but that's not my problem. The Giants will likely go out, do what they do, and hopefully win this game. Uh, Seattle's run game is going to be our biggest issue. We have to stop, and I know that. But their run defense is not great. They're getting ran all over. Uh, that, opens I mean, up the, that opens up the, the, the floodgates for Saquon Barkley to do his thing. 
It does. Um, the how how you guys mentioned just now how Daniel Jones been doing what he needed to do. Gio's been doing the same thing, and hardly anyone's no talking. Oh, different. As a matter of fact, one could argue Gio's the better quarterback right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. But the difference is Gino's got the harder matchup defensively. Yes. Yeah. By a lot. Now, Daniel I don't Jones, know what's going on. Is DK coming back this weekend or what? Because he left the – I don't the, know. I don't even know if he practiced today. I'm gonna, I'll look for you real quick. But um, yeah. they don't know when he's going to be – they don't know the severity of the injury, basically. Oh, they don't know yet? I mean, they, I mean, what I say that is they haven't said, like, oh, he's going to be out or he's not. I don't think those num- that kind of analysis is coming in. I think there's a chance he plays this weekend is what I'm is from what I know, but I you know I I don't know what he's gonna look like if, if he does I don't I don't uh, let's see if I can find out some information but yeah I, I off, off the top of my head I, I do not yeah uh, I mean I don't know I'm also not mad I, I'm not terribly mad at the Seahawks being favored you also got K K nine has been running lights out as of late hey, too I know for the Hawks not- so I don't want to hear it I understand. <laughs> You know what? If this is a game I look at the before the year started with who's on these teams, we win. We don't win this game, I'll be disappointed. I don't care if the Seahawks were 10 point favorites. Vegas don't play the games. The Giants got to keep doing what they're doing and just play the way they've been playing. The point spread means nothing. Right. Right. You know, it's. But whenever you say it, because you said it was Seahawks minus three, so it's a basically an even game. So, I mean, yeah. I, I see that. You know, like yeah. I see how they could be even. No. You got the same yeah. quarterback on both ends of on, on both teams. You got the same quarterback just about. No, you know, yeah, I, th- I think Gino's better. Or, I, don't, I, don't say it's, I don't say it's even. We have a much better running back. We have the best player on the much field. Much better running back, yeah. Our defense is ten times better than their defense. Without, yeah, but their receiving core is better. You know, so so real quick on DK Metcalf. Here is what Pete Carroll said. So this was as of today, this afternoon. Um, it was a knee injury. He doesn't need surgery, which is good. Um, they the X-ray is coming back negative, which is always a positive sign. Um, right. He hit his he hurt his where is it? let's see his one of his tendons in his knee. They don't know how much time he's going to miss, if any, is basically what they've said. They don't know. They're hoping maybe he'll practice Wednesday, even apparently, but only time's going to tell. You know, they don't know. They don't know what's going to happen yet. They. They know what the injury is, but they just don't know how his, you know, his body's going to react and, you know, if he'll be out or not. That is remaining to be to be seen. Okay. So Fair there enough. you go. That's that's my injury update. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think the Giants are going to go there and win. I, mean, I, I agree. That's I like I like them to win a little bit easier than what we've had it. The last couple of weeks, I, I don't like having to come down to the last drive and make it a stop. You know, this Sunday in particular, we were about a half a yard away from. Oh, that know, was painful. You know, losing the game. You know, but it is what it is. You know, they just got to keep doing what they're doing. You know, they, they look good. I, it all starts with coaching. You know, this defense was a top 10 defense two years ago. It's definitely yeah. returned to where it was. <laughs> the offense was never very good. It's, but it's actually, better this season. It's played competent football this year, you know, and I think they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. Seahawks, yeah. a lot of credit to what they did. They went to L.A. and destroyed the Chargers. They took it to them. That you was know, impressive. Was, it was an impressive victory. But then again, so did Jacksonville. And look what we did to them. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. Yeah. 
you know, the Chargers are an up and down team. I don't think Herbert's right from that injury he had earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think he's. I think they're not saying as serious. It's as as serious as it is. But I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting game. Is it? Um. Okay. It's uh, at, at New York, right? No, no, Seattle. No, it's in oh, Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 That's right. Okay. Which is why Seattle gets the points. Yeah. Gotcha. So it makes okay. Sense. The um. Okay. You guys got a got a uh, three thirty or, or the um, four twenty five game. Uh, this Sunday, so, so yeah. Giants playing like on said, the West Coast. We'll we'll oh. see. But my so point was, whose demise has been better to watch this year, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Man, the uh, popular answer is Tom Brady. That's the popular answer. Um, they both. They both have, I, I'll give. I'll say it this way: Rodgers really hasn't said anything stupid. Brady is just making mistakes he never made because he was always very good with the media, never yeah. made any statements that were out there that put him on blast. You're right. Or he made that comment about being in the military is like playing football or whatever he said it, oh, you yeah. know, which was the stupidest thing I've ever heard, you know. But he, that's not a Tom Brady thing. I don't know. This year he's lost his, his shine. You know, he's become just a regular number 12. <laughs> Maybe maybe they gave him like number thirteen. He's wearing a the twelve, and he's just you know not having any luck or something. Mm. But you know, but Rogers, I think it's definitely a talent issue. You know, with the offense there, but yeah. then again, he never really had much talent on that offense. No, he hasn't. You know, and uh, before you continue, also keep in mind. Tom Brady has a clear off the field distraction. Now, some would say that's an excuse, but you know what's Aaron Rodgers? Is he doesn't have any off field distractions? He oh, just hasn't looked like himself. I think you differ. I think if you're single, you have many more distractions. I, I, mean, if you're if you're, club, I mean, if you're in a club five days a week, sure. I think Aaron Rodgers is just always distracted with about a hundred different things between uh, you know having a little fun on the side uh, like that. I won't say it, but you know we all know what he does between Pat yeah. McAfee. Pat and you know, I'm just saying he's got a couple other things, but also. To answer your question, JB, for me, it's been Tom Brady because for me, Aaron Rodgers, every year at some point there's a collapse. And what I mean by that is if it's in the playoffs, the regular season, and usually it's the playoffs, we've talked about this, Aaron Rodgers finds a way to lose, right? He's he's notorious for not winning Super Bowls. So for me, seeing Aaron Rodgers you know, in some way collapse, whether it was a playoff loss or, in this case, regular season woes, this is almost to be expected, right? I, I see it coming, and especially losing Devontae Adams with this – I don't even know what to call this uh, this wide receiver core that he has. I, I, this is not a surprise to me. Tom Brady, on the other hand, now, yes, he's had some injuries to deal with for his wide receivers, and that's fine. But Tom Brady, every year, no matter who's playing, has found ways to win. It's so refreshing to watch him lose. And he's losing in more than one way. You guys mentioned he's got off-field distractions. You know what? I'm not saying I want him to get divorced. That's not what I'm going to say. But I'm certainly not complaining Watch watching Tom Brady lose, not only in, in that realm of his life, but also on the field. Um, you know, it's – it's. Uh, I think as, as a fan of football, and, and most fans would agree, and I'm sure you two are included in that, we've all been waiting for this Tom Brady demise. 
We've all been waiting for them to fall off and stop winning all the time. It finally is happening, I think. It, it, this yeah, could finally be. So I'll tell you why I disagree. I don't know, but I'm just saying it could be. No, no, I'm just going to tell you why I disagree with why uh, who I enjoy watching. Okay. You know, That's fine. Uh, to me, Brady has always won. You know, he was always a winner. He never really made any mistakes verbally on the field. You know, he just went out there and did his thing. And we, as a Giant fan, we always beat him in the big game. So it was like, whatever, who cares? He's he's a non-issue to me. Mm-hmm. Where Rodgers is in the same conference as us, you know. Um, Brady is now. So is Brady. Now, but. But, but I get your point. You're saying in the, in the history of Brady right. and Rodgers. always taken care of him when it mattered, mm-hmm. you know. And Rodgers is just. Always so cocky for a guy who has one Super Bowl. I mean, Fair. he hasn't even, you know, matched him and Flacco are, are equal. You know, in that way, are, yes. In that way, yes. Yeah. Him and um what's that other dude's name? There's so many. I mean, so you could say him and and Joe Namath are the same in, in, in regards to rings. In regards to rings, they have the same amount. At least at least Joe had some schnaz. I mean, <laughs> what does Aaron Rodgers have? I don't know. He's got Danica a, Patrick at one point. I was gonna say he did have Danica Patrick, not anymore. Yeah, at one point he did. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how long? How long till he's doing ED commercials? Because he needs money. The, the way he acts. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got too much pride for that. Yeah, definitely. If he's anti-vax, he's definitely gonna be anti-pill. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, Tom Brady, like y'all, this ain't just a nobody, like. He about to lose a world-renowned supermodel wife. So you know the media's coming at him like like way more than we can imagine, you know. Um, Aaron Rodgers is coming off of his second straight most valuable player and fourth overall. And one, and one Super Bowl. So get out of here with that garbage. No, it's- I'm making a case for why the fall-off is worse for Rodgers. He's the reigning MVP. He's garbage. When it matters, he's the Yankees in the playoffs against the Astros. That hurt. I mean, you're not wrong. Here we go. Jake, Jake, get him. It's not wrong. It just hurt. (laughs) At least least Brady's got some pride. I mean, yeah, this year's been bad. But you know what? He's got got rings that fill his hands to make up for it. Exactly. So, but watching Rodgers, who's done – in my opinion, nothing. Phil Sims won as many Super Bowls as him. Jeff Hostetler. I was know. gonna say, technically, Phil Sims has two rings, but well, I'm right. not talking rings. I'm talking no. about winning no, the I Super gotcha. Bowls. Of Went out and physically won it. I got what yeah. you're saying. I got you. You know, so that's fair. You know, and here's the guy that's multiple time MVP, has everything stacked in his favor, plays in Green Bay, has had whole playoff <sighs> games that he can't win. In you know snow. what? Stop and shut your I, mouth. I got two things for you, JV. <laughs> Number one, you know who's got as many rings as him in the NFC? Oh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's played a lot less years in the NFC, but he's got as many rings as Matthew an Stafford. NFC Matthew Matt Stafford. Stafford. The man I Absol- abused all last year. He Absolutely. By having 17 tries from the three-yard line. <laughs> They're still playing on the three-yard line. The Rams still have the ball. The Bengals may stop them. And, you know, maybe a new but, Super Bowl winner. JB, I got mm-hmm. one better for you, though. You know who's got more rings than Aaron Rodgers? Oh. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning. Yes. Yep. You know how many MVPs he has? None. But you know how many rings he's got? Two. 
You know how many mm-hmm. rings he's got over the best quarterback, or at least what is argued to be the best quarterback in the entire game of football ever? Two. Two. You know how many times Aaron Rodgers has done anything remotely that exciting in terms of his playoff career? Maybe once when you want to say he won one Super Bowl. That's it. Breeze is the same in number so, of too. So while I think Brady is still a more enjoyable fall-off and it's a bigger fall-off for me, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said because you're right. Aaron Rodgers doesn't do anything in the playoffs. And that's why for me, it's a little less exciting because I saw it coming. I just didn't know what would happen now. I just, I figured it would happen in, in a couple months. But Listen, I, this, I will say as a guy who's not a Tom Brady fan, it is enjoyable to see him ruin it, ruin and tarnish his image. It's great. But as someone who loathes Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. this is like a dream. You know? <laughs> I was going to say, you hate Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to come back around. <laughs> yeah. I, I all I'm gonna say is I truly feel bad for the fans of Reed Bay because they basically were from Barb to Rogers. After that, they don't know they're gonna have to rebuild for a while because they have nothing. Yeah, it's you know it's you know, it's funny you say that there's nothing there. It's not like oh we got you know star receivers, we just need a capable quarterback. No, you don't. You got nothing. And they there. have a couple of good running backs that they just don't get they don't them. use, they don't use yeah. them. You know, Dylan is nice. Jones is he was phenomenal. Awesome. For awesome. Yeah. You know. You would so think they would become a run heavy team, you know, you but it's think. almost as if it's almost as if it's like, nah, we have to go out there and prove it with Rodgers because we're paying him this money or he's our MVP or what. And it's like at some point in time, dude, like you got two studs. Rodgers is what, 37, 38 years old? Not granted, I get it. He's Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? But the same at some point in time. Yo, use those running backs, man. Like they yeah. should be they should be running the lights out and you still mm-hmm. having 12 throw as much as he does. Like you why? So that's gonna bring you to my next question. Oh, I think I know you're going with this. So the bet what ha- what's the best state for football right now? You got California. Oh, uh, that's where I was going with that coin. Yeah. Okay. So they got you know a couple of teams out there. Right. I'm gonna throw Chicago, Minnesota, and Green Bay together. Okay. All right. So you got New York, Florida, you know. Texas has a couple of teams. You know, who, what's the best state right now for football? Right now? I'll let Jay take this first. I want to hear oh, Jay's answer. Yeah. Right right now. We're talking we're talking NFL or college ball. NFL. 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 Well, let's see. Um do you want to let Vegas in there too or no? You can throw Vegas big. with LA. Okay, okay. All right. So, Vegas hasn't looked very good. So. By Rams. I wouldn't want to put Chargers, Vegas. Chargers. San Fran. Maybe I think nah, you it ain't California. It ain't California. You know what? I'm going to have to say to me. Well, no, no, no. I'll say New York. It's got to be New York. You got to. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You got a 5-2 and two team and a 6-1 and one squad. Meanwhile, no, up north. You got a 5-2, 6-1, and, and you have also the Bills. And, and the Bills, exactly. You can't forget the Bills. The Bills are just exactly. as good. Wait a second. Wait a second. Time out. I thought cats from New York City didn't consider Buffalo New York. Now you do? I don't know who says that. I do. They're New York. As far as I'm concerned, there's three New York teams. It's hey, Jackson, I've always said that. And the Bills are the only real New York team. Yes. Sometimes I'll joke around and say that, you know, the New York has one team, New Jersey has two. But that's neither here nor there. But um you look at you look at the uh you you look at the, the up north, right? And you got Green Bay, you got Minnesota. Minnesota's the only one that's really winning, you know what I mean? Florida, uh, between the Jags, we know what they are. 
Tampa surprisingly like on, on a downslide, but you know hopefully they can pick it up. And then you know you, uh, Miami, you, uh, we still don't know who they are yet. No, far and away it's New York, man. Far and away it's New York. Okay, I want to make a point. I want to make a point on this real quick. So we looped in the Raiders with LA and all those teams, right? Raiders have four losses on the season. The Giants, the Bills, and the Jets have a combined four losses on the season. That is why it's New York because that's yeah. just one. That's just one category. But and now you know I understand some teams are going to be you know you know there's going to be areas with four or five teams as opposed to just three. But it's real simple. We have the least losses by such a wide margin, probably because. Yeah. All three teams are not just playing okay. We don't have a team with less with with less than five wins. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you it's want unbelievable to, football, if you want to lump one more team to kind of help them out as far as Midwest to compete with New York, you could throw Kansas City since they're in the Midwest. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, you definitely can. But the Bills you can. But even still, we got four losses. We have a combined record of sixteen and four. We are absolutely. In my opinion, I'm sure JB agrees. Reason, by yeah. far, the best at the moment with our combined teams. They all look great. They, 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 as as far as I'm concerned, all three could go to the playoffs right now. Sure. With, and I'm not just saying if the season ended today. I'm saying all three have a legitimate chance at the playoffs this year. Yes, without a doubt, <laughs> they would. You know, and the most probably the most surprising out of the three is the Jets because like no one didn't even no one saw the Giants coming either. But say, don't give the Giants too much credit. Nobody saw this coming. No, 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 no one saw it coming, but even going by recent history, the oh. Giants last made the playoffs in, what, 2016. They won 11 games with Ben McAdoo. I'm still, y'all still wondering how that happened. But the Jets haven't made the playoffs since when? Early 2010s? Yeah, so probably last time was with Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, yeah. And, the, I mean, the Bills, the Bills been doing Bills things, you know, but no one saw the Giants and the Jets coming. Uh, yeah. I think we should all stop and say butt fumble right now. Okay. On the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Butt oh, fumble. Butt fumble. How about me? And let's and you know what? John's not here, but there's another one we gotta shout out. Because now there's the butt fumble, but there's also the butt punt. Don't forget yes, that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. We look, if we're gonna make fun of one butt play, we gotta make fun of them all. And there's two. Absolutely. Yes. And and yep. John's and- not here to rebuttal. Which is great. I love it. I can't say a word. <laughs> he can't. He probably will tell you we still won that game. But I, I, I mean, the I don't plays care. Play. The plays are play. Yeah. In twenty years, people aren't going to remember who won that game. People are going to remember that that play happened, and exactly. we're going to make fun of it. Just well, like no. we make fun of Mark Sanchez for the butt fumble. Well, that's true. Just like everybody remembers when I crossed Jordan, nobody remembers that the Bulls still won the game. No, nobody cares. Yeah, they 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 I mean, we live in a society. Well, then again, it's always been like and this. It's the same you know, they remember AI, moment. Yeah, when, when AI stepped over Derek Fisher, I don't, I couldn't tell you who won that game, but I remember that moment when he stepped over him. Everybody yeah. remembers that. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. That's what people care about. You're right. Yeah, the step, the step over a time. Yeah, you know, right. even though the Lakers won the series, but the moment was that step over. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It means nothing. Because the end of the day, all you remember is that you got that mental image of the stepping over. That's all you think about, right? It is. It is absolutely. I'm, but you know what? I'm glad you know y'all got Brian Dayball, and and I, I just had a feeling that he was going to be it because Shermer was not it. I'm still confused about McAdoo though. 
I think they, I, I think they, they may have gotten rid of him a bit too soon. It's no. good for y'all that they did, no. but he was only what two seasons there. He won eleven you. games. Hey, let me tell you something. Back I eight. watched him play. He was awful. He was, he was awful, bad, bro. Bad, bad, bad. I, look, he had one good season. Congratulations. He was terrible. He was a, an atrocity. But it's all said and done. I'm very, very happy to be a Giant fan. Great year. I'm actually proud of the Jets. I like Robert Sala. I'm glad to yeah. see what they're doing. You know, glad to see he turned it around. You know, it's good to see some fresh, good football. Nice to wake up Monday mornings and see that, you know, it's not a Giants and Jets both lost. Yeah. You know, hey. Many, many, many Monday mornings of that. Many New York media, y'all have gotten numb to them criticizing like Giants and Jets football. Like, I'm sure. Because you oh. know how they rock, and <laughs> they have no mercy for nobody. I, I take blame. I'm part of the Giants, uh, you know, the Giants hate. I, I've been there before. I'll take the blame for it. But right now <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing but high praise and lots of pride. They have proven me very, very wrong. And I I, I will uh, do a quick shameless plug before we try to wrap this up here. I, I know James got one last comment, and then we'll wrap up. I, I said on – it was after week one. It was on Eric's, Alex Alex Fleming's NFL carousel. I said, Giants were 1-0. I said, Giants are making the playoffs this year. I said, after 1-0, I stand by it. The New York football Giants will make the playoffs this year. I'm going to continue to say because they have proved me right. After going 1-0, which is all it took for me to have confidence in them because I watched how they play. And at 1-0, they're making the playoffs, and I cannot wait. It is going to be a great year for uh, really just not only just Giants football, but New York football in general. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be something about when both because it's been so long since both the Giants and the Jets were both good. Time. Since no the idea. Giants and the Jets are both, you know, Middle made the playoffs. And it feels nice. And it's, it's uh, I remember it was maybe two or three years, you know, and it was yeah. it was a really nice thing to say. It's nice. Yeah. So, all right. Jim. Jay, start us up, my man. Let's wrap this up. What do you got to tell the people? Well, I uh, appreciate you fellas having me on the show. Uh, shout out to uh, my guys on the gauntlet. You can catch us on Friday nights at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's me, JJ, uh, Dom, and James Tatum. Uh, Cup Fidential will be back. We'll do a one-off episode uh, right after the World Series, so stay tuned for that one. Uh, we're going to be back full force and full force in February, and we'll have a new start time. So, um, you know, no more slumber parties. And also, oh, Basket Bros. Basket Bros on Sundays, myself, Scott, Dom, uh, Jacob Kristner, and also the Punish Pundit with myself, Dom, uh, not Dom, uh, Jen, Jacob, and Scott Morgan-Roth. And, yeah, I'm here. Jay's a busy man, people. Let me tell you something. He works He works a lot of shows. Y'all are not checking him out. I'm going to be real disappointed. And I will find you because he. you better be checking him out because my man Jay puts in a lot of work, and he deserves the respect. JB, my man. Another hard worker. What you got for the people? So we got the good old sideline sports on Tuesdays. Confidential when we come back. You know, I get to host that as, you know, Mr. Confidentiality, you know, does all sorts of crazy things. And we got the South Florida Sports Exchange, J&J Sports Express, both sides of the coin, the McDonald's drive through Arby's, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Arby's, we have the meats. Guys, guys, you know, we have the meats. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't forget, we got the meats, guys. <laughs> Basically everywhere that that's up. Uh, remember, 
don't listen to, listen to JB. Don't be a Jake. Yeah, All right. Jake. You know what? That was uncalled for. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. That's uncalled for. Jake, I mean, Jake was, you know, he, he came in this last time I was on the show. He was hyped up, he was pumped. I can't blame the brother for believing in his team. I can't blame I, I can't blame I him for rocking say, with his team. I had to say what everybody was thinking, I had to get the message out. That's the way I do things. So on that note, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. And more importantly, as you see, scrolling across the bottom of your screen, this time I actually have time to say it. We got Sideline Sports on Instagram and Twitter, which is Sideline Sport 1. We are on YouTube and Facebook, which is Sideline Sports. We are on DBTV, which you can check us out. Uh, let's see. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TikTok. Uh, we are, I mean, literally everywhere. Um, it, you know, when I say everywhere, I don't mean just social media-wise. We are physically everywhere. We do everything. We are everywhere. Uh, Listen, check we us out. We're in Houston right now. Gosh, we're in New York. Like we're all over. Hey, uh, you know, look, we are absolutely everywhere covering everything. I'm going to leave everybody with one last note. Go back to the beginning of the show and listen to what I said about the Yankees. But more importantly, Jay, I'm sorry. Go Phillies, baby. Everybody have a good one, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Let's go Phillies. <laughs> Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.